Forget your Hogwarts Express. Forget your Polar Express. We're on the ho, ho, ho train. <laughs> you like that? Yeah, I thought, well about, done, I thought about it on the way here. Yeah, you know, you're doing good work. <laughs> and that lovely, sexy voice you're hearing is actually, I can actually see him in person. It's lovely, sir. I'm staring into his eyes, not through a computer monitor. That is Chris Zero Cool Tucker. We are not live. We are here in the... Uh, Baron de Belter Memorial Studio. Um, and we are actually in studio with Tucker, myself, and producer Ben. Producer Ben, how's it going, sir? Man, I missed you guys. Oh, yes. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna lie. I missed you guys. I miss seeing your beautiful faces this feels right. sitting here. You know what's wrong? You know what's a shame? There's no way his microphone is working. They couldn't have heard of that. Why oh, it's working. Because you know, it's it's Ben. Hey, man, the, the, all three of them are going to work. We we are recording this show, and I mean, it might 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 get posted. Yeah, it Maybe. might work. Is the SoundCloud still off? <laughs> I know. Has anyone paid the SoundCloud? Maybe we ought to look into that. I think you you were supposed to. I think you changed the account on that. I think it's still up. I, I know it's still, it's still up. It's still up. It's still up. I don't know if it's active, but it's still up. What's we'll going on, gentlemen? Out. Nothing much, man. Life life change at all? Mm, it's been so. I I, I calculated. <laughs> The last show we did was on August 30th, and okay. so it's been 115 days since our last posted uh, show. We've asked we've asked so much of the audience over yeah. the years. I mean, from <laughs> I mean, I, I I driving in, I listened to um, as much as I could stomach of the last episode, where my audio is just is awful. I I think my my microphone got broke, like the or I discovered that my microphone was had been broken. 20 minutes before we started recording. It was like, ah, we'll try it anyway. Beg people to listen to it. Like, that's the last one. Imagine if someone said like, oh, there's a there's a, a Galaxy podcast you should check out. They haven't recorded an episode in three and a half months. And the last one is dodgy <laughs> on information and doesn't sound good. <laughs> Look, that's, to me, that seems like epitome of our podcast. Yeah. That seems fine, yeah. You got to suffer. You got to suffer through the bad times. In the hopes that at some point a good time happens, and uh, look, we've been we've been doing this for eight years, man. Eventually, it'll it'll get better. Are you serious? It's been eight years. We started in 2015, I think. I don't know. Gilbert was our historian, but he got dropped off the face of the earth. I think it was 2015 because I don't think we Is did. He's still alive. Is he still around? I yeah, talked. To, I talked to Gilbert uh, maybe two weeks ago. Yeah, he's Dang. doing. He seems like he's doing all right. Um, nice. Yeah, because it was the end. We didn't do the championship year. I think it was the year after. So yeah, 2015. Yeah, that makes sense. I think it was, yeah, it was Jared Geo year. Yeah. That sounds right. So, yeah, the eight years. And we said, Ben, before we started recording, was like, yeah, let's just do one show every year till we get to the 10 years. <laughs> Squadcast <laughs> annual. <laughs> till we get to the 10 year mark. That's we get we, and then we cut it off. Yeah. Squadcast X. But yeah, gentlemen, I mean, it's been crazy. Um, for me, my daughter, by the time we're recording, she'll be a year old next week. Hey. Um, finish school. So now I'll be I'll be free to do the show again. Uh, but yeah, Chris, you're you're mid or at the tail end of your vacation, bro. I've, I haven't been working a long time. I have uh, I'm due to work in five days. Yeah, so I go back to work in five days. So and you've yeah. been on vacation for what two weeks now? Uh, I my last work day was the first. So yeah, uh, twenty today's my twenty second day not being at work. 
Ben, you don't go to work at all, so it's fine. Gang, gang. Hey, man, I, I work occasionally. You did. Hey, you put your time in, sir. Don't let him. Don't let him shame you. This is this is 2023. Don't let him work shame you. How dare you? How I know, dare you? Actual working though, Ed. Like work, work. Yeah. Yeah. Work. What? So like, it, like not 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 like taking care of kids at a school, but like work. Look. I, I deal with the, the, I deal with inner city kids Ben's back who got four, kicked out of their their Ben's actual back school. back four minutes and he's like, "Teachers, you don't do shit." Man, what do you do? I know these babysitters. I mean, you know, Tracer's gonna get mad. Well, he doesn't listen. He just downloads. He just downloads. Thank you for that. We appreciate that. Appreciate you, Tracer. Um, so let's get into it. These are the things we've missed since our last recording on August thirtieth. Uh, in September, we missed one, two, three, four, six games. Uh, where the Galaxy drew four times, lost once, and won one game. Uh, and in October, they played four games, lost three, and tied one. So you can see how the season kind of ended on that on that note. We don't need to talk about that. Those, no, those are bad times. Those are bad times. Um, the players that have gone since we've last recorded, uh, two big ones, obviously your Douglas Costas, your Chicharitos, uh, Klinsman, Tony Alfaro, um, Caligari, Lirum. Uh, Roselle, Billy Sharp, Judd, Raheem Edwards, and the two players that we've gotten in so far, well, not counting the recent draft, uh, John Nelson from St. Louis, which I believe he was on free agency, and then Miguel Berry from Atlanta. Yeah. The big important one, though, is that Columbus won the open uh, the MLS Cup, so that's... that's Well done, Columbus well crew. Done. Well done. Saved the crew while I was behind that the whole time. Three-time MLS Cup champions, Columbus crew. Well done. It's hard. Multiple and, MLS Cups, a very <laughs> difficult thing to to accomplish. So, you know, well done, the crew. And then uh, really one of the big news this uh, this offseason, too, was our boy, Will Koontz, new GM. Freeway Willie. Freeway Willie. Always supporting you. Always. Big big supporter. If we do this regularly, maybe we can get you on the show next, next year. We probably should have invited him. Yeah, it would have been. Well, just we probably got to reach out yeah, to Yeah, just people. show up to Gardena. Like, come on we, in. We can, we can invite him for... You know, our nine-year show. Yeah, there you go. And then, you know. September 15th, by the way, 2016. That was the first episode. So, 2016. Uh, September 15th, 2016 is episode one, Missing Jaime. Okay. 2016, okay. Yeah, still Miss Jaime. Yeah, we, we ain't making it to 10 years then, man. Uh, we can, maybe we can. Three, one show, three years? I mean, come on. Look, man, we just we just come, come you know, together we, every we year. Could, we could just record the three now and release them. <laughs> like... We'd forget. <laughs> You'd like the Galaxy were terrible this year. Yeah, exactly. Uh, didn't make playoffs. It, you know, rinse, repeat. We can probably do that. Hey, look. No, the way this episode is supposed to end is with us promising there's going to be way more consistent episodes and then never delivering any of them. That's the way it's supposed to happen. Well, the old school squat grass way. You know? Yeah. That's just what we do. You just keep promising things. So, gentlemen, since we've been last recording, like. Since we've been gone. Since we've been gone. Yeah. Um, what do you, you guys been watching a lot of MLS? You know, have you been keeping up? Uh, yeah, there's there's one <clears throat> there's one fantastic greatest player of all time that joined Major League Soccer that's been I can't help but watch. Cause, oh, that guy, yeah, because he's just he's just he's just the best. That one dude, John Nelson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. superstar John Nelson. Superstar, yeah, <clears throat> yeah. Messi's an MLS. What's, what's our new our new um, our new college guy Tucker Copley or whatever his name is. I don't, you know, all I all I know is that his first name is Tucker, and I paid no attention to his last name. <laughs> Completely irrelevant. Um, yeah, we got some Tucker guy, which I take as a personal thank you from the Galaxy. How do you how do you not how does how does he not become your new favorite player? 
Well, it, it, the fact that they got him if at the same time, that, is, that's a, that has nothing to do with being my favorite <laughs> Galaxy player. Um, the fact that they got him at the same time we lost Preston Judd, it, it opens it up. Like my, there's there's room for my favorite player on the Galaxy right now, right. and it could be the young man Tucker. I just gotta I gotta start with figuring out his last name. There's a, there's a hole in your heart that needs to be filled. What, was he was he the goalie? No, nah, he's a he's a midfielder. Hell of a shot too. They they posted a highlight reel from him, and you know you can never oh, yeah. you can't take highlight reels for anything, but. Um, scored a thunder bastard of a goal. He played for UCLA. Um, he seems he seems like a pretty pretty decent player. You know, you imagine he won't get to play a ton, but he gets to learn under Ricky for at least a year. So, and then can't, can't MLS, be bad. MLS next is gonna be playing in the Open Cup. So, I mean, no, it's not. That got overturned already. Yeah, that is not happening. But he might still be playing in the Open Cup, given the way. What what's the point of it? How do you not? You can just do like one day contracts for all these players. <laughs> and they just play in their open cup. What would it matter? No, I, I, I don't even know. Think you need to do one day contracts. I think if they're in the organization, just you just all bump Garber them up. had. All Garber had to do was say, and look, I'm not one of these these people on Twitter who are like he should resign. Or in the shadow meetings, just all like, hey, you don't even need to do it in the shadow meetings. You could publicly say, everyone in the organization is eligible to play in the open cup, which should be assumed anyway. The problem is, I think technically MLS next clubs operate separately i don't i'm not sure but everyone in the organization is eligible to play in the open cup and then every mls team just plays an mls next team you get you arrive at the exact same conclusion you don't have this big fight with u.s soccer and all this this all this extra is not necessary i assume that the whole point of of codifying it from garber's standpoint is there's some greater move there's some larger chess move that's going on because there's no reason to do it you could have just the galaxy could have just played a youth team all the other teams could have just played their youth team. So you you think this is just Garber like just whipping it out and being like, "Hey, we're gonna do what we want." So so or, or trying to trying to sort of, I don't want to say figure his place. Like, can we do this? Can we like basically enforce our will onto the rest of U.S. soccer? We had to request it. So he he already knew he wasn't in a position to yeah. just do it. He he already knew he had he had to ask permission and was told no immediately. Was U.S. Soccer going to say yes? We're going to sign off on you all codifying that you're sending fourteen and fifteen year olds. It's not even it's not even Galaxy Two where you had you had guys who were like you know nineteen, twenty, twenty. It's, it's children. He knew they were going to say no. They of course they were going to. What else? What else could they have said? So all, all he had to do was come out and say this is this is how we're going to operate. Everyone is eligible. Everyone in the organization is eligible to put to to represent the Galaxy in the Open Cup. And then so have like, the, so have like the Galaxy said, make the logical conclusion to play their kids. Was, was this Garber being like, hey, we're just going to basically enforce our will onto the entirety of MLS or the entirety of U.S. soccer and you guys don't have any say in the matter and now this is U.S. soccer saying, hey, you know what, hold on a second. You have to ask us. Yeah. Like, I mean, that's what it is. That's, that, at least as far as we can see, that's what it is. I assume, that's why I'm like, I assume there's a larger play. Well, I'm sure it is. I'm sure Garber's like, hey, you know what? Figure out a way to make some fucking money off this like, or we're out of here. I like Alexi Lawless's plan, which oh, yeah, no one is allowed to say. No yeah. one is allowed to say they agree with something Lawless thinks. <laughs> but um, the, the idea that MLS is make is going to eventually make a play to purchase the USL or, or you know, there's it was a report out this week. Um that they want to expand their third division and create basically uh, expand their setup non MLS level through clubs that are owned under the MLS umbrella that are spread out into other regions in the country that don't have sports teams. That's, 
that should have been the goal all along. Is MLS I mean, not I mean, successful? Th- that, well, when you think, when you look at the major league baseball setup and the way they have minor leagues, the way they do that and develop players versus overseas where where with promotion. I mean, if you like promotion relegation, whatever. I mean, you know, if you've done it for a hundred years, do it for a hundred years. That's not the way we've done it here. And baseball has shown a proven model of developing world class players. Every every team. I mean, the the one that's always highlighted is the Premier League. Every team in the Premier League would get rid of promotion and relegation if they could. Oh, in a heartbeat. They, they all would if they could. I mean, you saw the, the biggest teams in the league all try to separate out for the European Super League yeah. where they could I mean, never be relegated. Well, look, look, at, look at Mexico. The first chance they had to get rid of promotion and relegation, oh, we'll pause it for a minute. Yeah. You know, no has, one, it, and it hasn't come back. Because the people who want promotion and relegation are the people who, ha- who have a very minimal financial stake in, in how their team does. You, uh, the U.S. Open Cup question. We... Uh, We've all been to Open Cup games that had 5,000 people there in a, in a, in a 27,000, 23,000, 24,000, whatever it is, seat stadium. 5,000 people there, no, no one caring. And ratings have been Open Cup games where it's been like under 1,000 people. Yeah, ratings low, nobody cares. The, the, the payout is, I think, $300,000. There's no incentive for MLS clubs to want to play in it. Well, dude, the last time the Galaxy won the Open Cup, the actual Open Cup trophy was like a crystal bowl. Yeah, it looks like nothing. not even a real trophy. <laughs> it looks like something your grandma would have in her China. Yeah, Canada. exactly. Well, Seattle, exactly. Seattle went on a run and established themselves as a legendary team in the Open Cup simply because they wanted to win it. They wanted to win it more than everyone else, so they went and won it a bunch of times. I'm not saying the Open Cup's bad. I'm not saying it should go away. We've had com- <laughs> like let's go for the Open Cup. It's the easiest. Well, we've had, we can we've win. had conversations here where it's what would signify a successful season for the Galaxy when we were in the pits making a legitimate run at the Open Cup, trying to win a trophy, using it as a stepping stone to get to the Champions League. I'm not I'm not saying the Open Cup is a, is a bad thing or it should be done away with. I just can understand from the club perspective why there's not enough of an incentive to, to you know, field a first 11 or to potentially injure one of your players given the, the fixture congestion. Yeah, that's what I want to talk about. When they when they come out and in MLS statement saying, oh, it's about fixture congestion, but it's like, Wait, you're the one who also brought Leaks Cup, mm-hmm. and you bring all these, which they know, control, BS, you know, tournaments, which where they control. Add, but then that's Fisher. But they don't. They don't control the U.S. Open Cup. That's why they don't want to be in it. But exactly. But you, you can't say, oh, it's because of fixture congestion when you are also contributing to that fixture congestion. It's it's fixture congestion. It's fixture congestion for, for money's for, sake. For 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 something that doesn't accomplish the goals you're trying to accomplish. It's a, it's it's extra games when you're not, it doesn't, you know, we'll be honest in the way the system seems to operate. It's it's an extra match that doesn't cl- more closely tie you to Liga MX and, and the legitimacy of how old that league has been going on. It doesn't, no one's watching it overseas. No one, no one cares overseas. You, you might injure your top players or more than likely the way it looks and, and at least the way it always seems to me, your clubs are just not going to play your top players anyway, so they're just seeing a lesser product anyway. You're advertising, again, not saying it's it's a the Open Cup is a bad thing, but you're advertising all the parts of U.S. soccer that they don't want, that they don't want shown publicly. If U.S. soccer, it's three hundred grand, like it's it's uh, uh, what's his name? It's kneeling for Kranis' salary, yearly salary. That's what the club wins if they win the Open Cup. From Garber's perspective, and it's not Garber. Garber is a is a meat shield for the owners who don't want their clubs playing in it. That's the that's the facts that people seem to be dismissing. Garber's doing what his bosses say. 
And his bosses don't want their teams playing in the Open Cup because there's no incentive to play in the Open Cup when there is incentive to do all these other things. Make the Open Cup better. There's your solution. Make the Open Cup something that the clubs want to perform in. Seattle wanted to perform in it. They performed in it well. They swept it for years. When it was actually, the prize was like even less than what it is. But it's nothing. I mean, it's, it's, <laughs> there's just not enough reason for, for the club to want to compete. <clears throat> yeah, and people argue, oh, but, you know, it's for the history of the Open Cup and it's the, the longest, you know, cup competition outside of the FA Cup. I was like, but that's not MLS's plan. That's not their, that's not their goal. It's all, it's the same argument people would make when, you know, they started bringing all these Europeans over. All these, it's like, oh, but they're supposed to be developing. So-. No, that's not. That's not what MLS not wants their, to do. History doesn't pay the bills, man. But yeah. that's it's not MLS's job to help the U.S. men's national team anymore. It's not because it was. Yes, but it's not. It's not their job. Their their goal is to one be financially viable, and then two just make the most profit, mm-hmm. like any other league, ever across the whole world is trying to do. Yeah. I don't know. I I love the Open Cup. I I hope I hope we win it. <laughs> I hope our, all of our teenagers can can win the damn thing. But you know, I can I can certainly understand the perspective of the owners and uh, of Garber on their behalf. But you know, that's just that's the modern world. And yeah, it sucks. That's but it's <clears throat> like you said. It's just the modern game. It's it's about also it's about you know having the best product out there, but also being you know financially viable. It's just it's the way it is. Yeah, it's it's a business at the end of it. It's, as much as it is a sport that we like to watch and enjoy, I hope there's a way that they can make it work. But if it if it if there isn't, and that's <clears throat> that's my whole uh, argument against the whole thing. It's like we played reserves and bench players, anyways. Like, well, why why make it a whole big thing? Of, oh, you're gonna have to play your that's why I, next team. That's why I have to I I have to believe there was a a greater grander plan than just playing the MLS next because you could have sold, you could have come to the, you could have gotten the exact same outcome by saying everyone in the organization is eligible and then clubs, you pick whoever you want. Or don't do anything and just kind of go what you were doing before. The first, well, I, that's the thing. I don't know. The first two rounds, MLS and, teams were never playing their first teamers anyways. That, that's the only, I don't know if MLS next players were eligible because they operate as a separate club. So if you if from Garber's perspective, if you could have just said they're all everyone who's signed under the banner of Galaxy are eligible to play in the Open Cup, you get the exact same. Conclusion. Well, remember there was that year where they stopped allowing the two teams to play. Mm-hmm. So like it would it could only be your first team. Your first it, team it couldn't be the you know G two. It couldn't be all these other teams. So yeah. you know now it's going to be oh yeah you can play them but you can't play your first team now. It's, it's just strange. Just so you can play everybody. Yeah, solves solves the problem. Yeah, it's it's just it's interesting. It's uh, you could have just done nothing, and you could have just told your teams like you could just play your got in the same place <laughs> without having. Now you look like a real like yeah. So what was the point of it? Garber's not doesn't do anything without it doesn't it doesn't know. make sense unless there's yeah. it's maneuvering for something in the future, buying USL. Which oh, dude, I, that I, makes I sense. Thought, that would have been it when they were doing like their partnerships, like. I kind of feel like the way it was yeah, that's, heading to yeah. It, it was surprising when when MLS cut ties with USL yeah. And I wonder who who's doing that was. Was that MLS? Was that USL saying, hey, we no longer need you? Because, I mean, USL was about to go under before. Oh, were they? Yeah, before the before the MLS started. The partnership. Having, yeah, having the partnership. I like I liked the partnership, man. I mean, I, I fuck with North Carolina FC. Well, USL, I mean, USL like, won champions. Dude, Rio Grande Valley just folded. 
Yeah, money's tight. Like, that's and that's the problem where people dynamics and all that. I still think people are still naive when it comes to the whole. Listen to the pre-show, people. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you get that Patreon. The baby. whole promotion, the whole promotion relegation. It's it's we still live in a country where it's still a niche sport, as much as it is like it's compared to the larger ones. Yeah. Yes, like these teams keep you know being created. It's a niche league, and and within five years, I mean. I don't know what the percentage is, but a lot of them just fold within the first five years of operation. It's, to, I mean, look, it's not, it's certainly not the way it was in the 90s and in the early 2000s, but the, the American leagues are not as a stat. You still got people packing out bars, singing Glory Man United at 5 a.m., uh, who won't go to an MLS game or won't go to their local USL game. You know, I, I'm in North Carolina. The Courage, as the NWSL team, is way bigger, has a, a significantly larger footprint in Raleigh than NCFC does. It's not even close. They're getting there. They're working on it, but it's 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 minuscule. It's tiny in comparison. And and NCFC is moving up to um, the USL top flight, whatever it's called, the championship. Yeah. And and they're trying to to turn it more into something because no one in Raleigh wants to support something from Charlotte. It's just not going to happen. Um, you know, it's like if 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 San Jose had a team and we didn't have one, they're not going to we're not going to support them and vice versa. Um, We'd be singing "Glory, Glory" in the morning. Yeah, and many people do. Like, you <laughs> yeah, know, we've known we we've known many people who are that way. So, <laughs> there's your title. Uh, but it's it's just something that's got to get worked on, and and it's it. I'd like to see it all promoted stronger, but that money has to come from somewhere. It's not you know the most of the discussion I see on Twitter about it is is this this thing should be happening, and we should be doing this, and it's like okay, same question as always. Where's the money coming from to make that happen? And if you can't answer that question, it doesn't really matter what should be happening based on whatever league you wake up in the morning to watch. That that league has a bunch of money behind it to support the things that should be taking place. You got to figure out the money aspect first, then you can work out all the other elements that that you you want taken place and and you want worked on and what have you. Yeah, I we'll never know, but I wonder what the USL finances look like compared like not necessarily the the total revenue, but maybe um, the amount of profit that they made during the partnership versus now outside of the partnership. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be a good question. But, yeah, I don't yeah. think you're ever going to get that. Yeah, you'll never get that. There's no reason, like, for them to divulge that information. Yeah. I mean, it's... it's hey, it's, up, it's, it's, up the galaxy and up, up MLS. Galaxy, yeah. I hope they crush USL. Yes. I hope they crush US soccer. <laughs> Whatever's up, they buy best. Out, up they buy you out and then just fold all your teams. Now, look, well, look, man, whatever's best for my club. Like I, I'm, Especially I'm all, OCSE or FC or whatever one it is. You see uh, Cameron Dunbar joined them. Oh, did he? Or he may join the other one. I, can I, th- never... I thought the, the, was his brother playing for them or something? Yeah, I'm sure. Or no, his brother's playing for Minnesota. I can never keep track of which one was the one I don't like. So yeah, One of the dudes that Atlanta trains with uh, who coaches her played for them for a little bit. And he, he always says, oh, I played professionally. Yeah, in his bio, but it's OCSE. And I'm always like, hey, "That's cool. That's better than I ever could have achieved." Look, he's technically you know, not but... wrong, no, which is not. the best. And, but he, and he's a cool guy. So shout out, you know. <laughs> I'm not gonna say his name or anything, but he's a really cool guy. He's a great coach, really good coach. <sighs> yeah. All right. Well, we have a we put out a, a Instagram post for for listener questions, Ben. So if you wanna, you wanna do listener questions already? Yeah, man. Oh, it is the Bad Orange County that Cameron Dunbar plays for. Is it OCSC, right? OCSC is the okay. one Cameron Dunbar plays We like for. We like OCFC. Yeah. That's I thought it was FCOC. No. No. I'm confused. Orange County. It's the one we played in uh, USL Cup a couple years yeah, ago. Yeah, crushed them. 
under our, under our beach. Natch. <laughs> Is that what the kids are saying now? Oh yeah, yeah. You're all tied in. You 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 got the lingo down. Yeah, that's that's no cap. Whoa. <laughs> I was gonna toss one out, and I'm like, I think that's like six years old. I shouldn't go with it. I have no idea what the what the youth. No, I get, I get called bro all the time. Or bruh. You don't bruh. get you could yeah, you don't get, get bro. called bro. No, I don't get bruh because bruh. We, we, bruh. we live in Linwood, dude. We don't we don't go. They don't say bruh. 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 No. I, I do get a lot of bro. A lot of bro. I'm like, dude, be a little more respectful. I'm, I'm, it's Mr. Rodriguez. <laughs> I keep telling you. He lives in bro. Linwood. He lives in Linwood. That's like half the half of Linwood is Mr. Rodriguez. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of true. I'll leave those to him. <laughs> we don't make jokes like that in North Carolina, sir. We we judge you based on your character, not where you came from. Right. They never say anything like, "Oh yeah, I'm from California." They don't like, "Oh, you're one of them." No, I mean, I get yeah, asked. I did make it in like a little. I get asked. Yeah, see, there you go. <laughs> you one of them. <laughs> I mean, they assume. <laughs> I wish he had any of his drops right now. <laughs> I, know. Uh, I know the board does this. It's, the board. Look, we weren't shit, even sure so this, like, this was going to be able to be recorded. We're, sure we're, we're still not sure it's going to get posted. All right, this could just be for us. <laughs> when I say cobwebs, I literally was taking cobwebs off my microphone. Yeah, it was a questionable setup. Yeah. Um, no, it's it, you know they they the people that I know. I'll phrase it this way: the people that I know certainly have an opinion of Californians that isn't nearly as bad as the people I know in Los Angeles had of North Carolina before I moved. Like they're, they're much more open to the prospect. They, I mean, look, they assume everyone here is good. They assume you're like good people, but that's a bad assumption. There you go. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and, and there you have it. But yeah, they're, they're Try walking down the street and like not an eyeball in somebody. And see <laughs> most, oh, you get shot over there. Most, but most everyone that I know is, is like, they're, they're all the vast majority of them are Christians and they're like, like real Christians. So they, they genuinely think you're like a good person and, you know, want you to do good until you show that you're not. So they're, you know, they're all, they're good people. Don't move there. They're full. That's what I'm supposed to tell everyone. <laughs> I'm supposed to tell everyone not to There's, move to Raleigh. It's a no vacancy sign. Yeah, they're, they're not into, they don't, they just say if you, if you're leaving a state, leave that state there. So don't, essentially it means like if you're leaving California to move to Raleigh, don't bring your California to Raleigh because you wanted to leave California. So if you, if you want to go to Raleigh, like get into Raleigh, get into North Carolina, which I think is fair. Like, don't don't move to California from Texas and then start bringing all this Texas shit with you. Yeah, stop moving to California, people. We don't want definitely you stop moving to California. Who do you think is listening to this? The people at the border ben. stop moving to California. Whoa. <laughs> the ones stop moving to California. <laughs> That's fucked up. Ben's talking about what is it? Caravans or is that what they call them? Caravans. What, what is your news? Like, what is your news station called? Now, now I'm like, you know, <laughs> oh, I'm just playing the role, Ben. <laughs> All right, Instagram questions. Let's go. So we're gonna start out uh, with a shout out to, round to Lou. I know, no lightning round drop. No, no. Oh, this is the lightning round. Technically, it's lightning round. Yeah. We've been here for three hours, and we started recording ten minutes ago. It's good to see you guys. No, yeah, no. I haven't seen my boys. I mean, one one of y'all don't answer the phones. I haven't talked to one of you in a while. Like. Well, I've, I've seen Ed like twice, I think, since since Laura's funeral. But uh, I don't think I've seen you since then. Uh, I I got here for the first time yeah. three weeks ago <laughs> since I moved. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, it's crazy. For, but I'll tell you the truth. Flights from Raleigh to L.A. are fucking expensive. They're crazy. And Did you fly direct or did you man, have to stop? LAX is awful. LAX is awful. LAX is, t- and I can't fly in. If I could fly into Long Beach, I'd probably be here once every other month. But I there's no flights from Raleigh directly to Long Beach. And I hate flying in LAX. Maybe I can fly to Ontario. You pick me up from Ontario? 
Fuck no, that's a far away. JFK. Where's that? In Orange County. Uh, JFK in Orange County. Oh no! Uh, you mean John Wayne? Oh, John, John Wayne. Sorry. JFK is New York, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> One of them. Lived here as well. I know. Lived here as well. Also equates John Wayne and JFK together. I mean, like, come on, Ed. They're basically the same person. <laughs> hey there, cowboy. <laughs> By the end of this decade. All right. Shout out to Lou Eight ACC Four and Robin Yuckas. They just they didn't have questions. They just had comments. Lou said, "Miracles do happen." We're back. You know what? Let's just let's. Uh, that's a little premature. Let's yeah, get the show posted first. Work. Let's get the show posted. And magnets, and we'll, and, and we'll see. <laughs> I meant to say magnets. That's the. Anyway. I know. Honor right, today, man. They're on both. It. They're both amazing. Well, the magnets is a. It's a. It's in Clown Posse lyric. Whoa. He's like, "How does magnet work?" I'm like, "Miracles." Miracles, man. <laughs> that's what the song "Miracles." All right, and Ruben just said it's been like 98 years. So back together, it's been a while. I think the meme it's is 84. It's been seven hours and 15 days. So AEK6000 said, welcome back, boys. Ed, how much you enjoy fatherhood? I love being a father. Uh, is this going is. on YouTube? <clears throat> no, it's not going Can you play on YouTube. recording. Oh, you don't have internet in here. Fuck. Nah. Um, it's, it's both the best thing and most frustrating thing I think that's ever happened to my life. Um, she Like I said, she turns one in a week and... Yeah. It's been amazing. She's fully like walking now, and it's sort of crazy. Like like that last year, you equated like it seems like it went so fast, but also like it seems like she's always been around forever. It's yeah. It's I I can't yeah, even. That's a that's a really good way of putting that. Like I yeah. think my life before, it's like it seems so long ago. Yeah. When I when with Damien, if when I think of memories of the older kids from when they were younger, I put him in those memories because I'm so used to having him around now that it's it's hard to remember my life before him without kind of in, just including him mm-hmm. in these in these little moments because I'm so used to having him around now. Um, but, yeah, man, you seem you seem like you've taken to it well, though. I like, love it. You always seem like you'd be a good dad. I love, uh, and she, like, waves now, and she's, and it's just, she's, she has, like, it's like the personality is really coming through now. She doesn't like me. Like, I mean, that's a problem. Like, kisses and waves by, and, like, we, all, yeah, we all do the like, cute like, little one-year-old besitos, stuff. Besitos, yeah, besitos, like, yeah. She's, like, mouth open wide, like, kisses you on the cheek, and she's, like... All right, cool. It's but close she, enough. But she don't like me. Like she does. She just hasn't been around you that often. Racist, dude. She's racist. I don't know. Do you do you have her around a lot of colored Ed? You know, I try to stick to only one in my life at a time. I appreciate that. So you know, like I don't want to get it's, confused. It's hard. How can I replace you? Well done. Like you know, I, I, d- I definitely don't have any Hispanic again, friends out there. Again, again, listen to the pre-show. I think it was. Some... Ed's like, wait till I replace you with a six-foot black man. <laughs> No, she's, you know, she's just, uh, she likes people. She's, you know, it's just, you know, yeah. holding, handing off to someone that she's seen once before in her life. Probably was like. Yeah. I mean, she's cute, man. And, and girl, you and girl dad is perfect. I, I do. Yeah, I don't know how I dealt do, with the. Where did you son. take the Christmas card photo, man? In like. Because um, it looks like you guys are in the middle of nowhere. We drove it to like, not Malibu. Where was the place that we went to? It was a drive, though. I, for anyone who doesn't know, like, you know, I should post your Christmas should, card photo. Yeah. It's That'll a, be the it's, picture it's, for this one. Yeah, it's a beautiful photo of Ed and the family. What's wrong? No, I was, I'm, I'm thinking, did we send you one or were we, I was supposed to hand you one? I didn't get one. 
I think we were supposed to hang out. I, I, I wasn't gonna, I I wasn't gonna say nothing because as soon I, as he was I, like the Christmas I, photo, I was like, "What fucking Christmas photo?" I forgot yours. I live in own. California. I've like I said, I've seen him. He's stopped by. Yeah. He's like, "Hey Ben, I'm gonna stop by." I'm like, "All right, cool, Ed, come on by." I do have. And we wrapped out in the living room for like. Bitch, you hours. two, you two are and ten miles away from each other. You've seen him and twice. I got, in and two I got, years. and I got a Christmas card, and hey. you got nothing. I live like on the nothing. other side of the country. I know you live on the other side of the country where he has to mail you it. You guys could holler at each other from your houses, and he's seen you twice. Tucker, I've tried. I've tried. You've done your part. I've tried. He won't come outside to, to holler at you. <laughs> <laughs> like I, I'll, I'll let him drive by occasionally. Like, I'll leave his, you know, when oh, he orders something. Sir, you're in Gardena. I'm sure there's more than enough drive-bys. Oh, sure. Yeah. Doing all right. Yes. Dude, it's been gentrified. I'm not. Is it really? Dude, no key. Like, some white. I got, like. Four white neighbors now and shit. It didn't used to be that way. Dude, I was telling, I was telling, taking over. We used, we used to leave this studio at like two in the morning and there'd be people standing outside talking. Like, what are you doing? Yeah. It's Tuesday. Dude, go it's, inside. Go to bed. We got SpaceX gentrifying this neighborhood. Dude, there's like. God bless Elon Musk. Dude, Elon I'm Musk. like, I'm going to have to move, dude. There's like a lot of white people here now. I feel uncomfortable. About, man? It's so, so much better for your. Uh, dude, your there, was a, you... there was a gay white couple walking a little oh, purse dude. dog Bro, that's money. in my that's neighborhood. Money. That's, that's money, though. I'm like, what the fuck is going on you here? Wanna, you want to know what's like, going on? Your house just went up by 70 grand. Oh, trust me. My house went up a lot more than 70 yeah, grand. I mean, you know, <laughs> like... Oh, you, got, like, you love seeing... You see a, a nice white gay couple with like a, a, a black flag shirt? Pfft, that's money. That's gold. It's crazy, dude. You may as well, you may as well strike oil in the back of your house. Yeah, I, need to, I just need to sell and move, man. Cash out while I can. Yeah, I did. Sell to BlackRock, State Street, <laughs> Vanguard. All right, so... LA Galaxy Outsider Somebody's says, piecing all this together. <laughs> yeah, I know. Somebody's, Somebody's piecing all these little, little nuggets together. <laughs> I'm like, I think Tucker is. Mm. Tucker's changed. Mm, it's a little different. It's a different six-foot black guy in there. You know what it is? I make money now. Making money is nice. Leaving all y'all behind. Making money is all right. Never coming back. I hated being broke. He's gentrified himself. I can't wait to go to Galaxy. I'll put it this way. Gentrified Tucker. He's going by Christopher. He's going by Christopher now. It's going to be Topher. It will never be Topher. How dare you? How dare you? I'll put it this Look, we're doing all right. Tucker's doing all right. Next time I go to Galaxy game, I'll be buying a beer for people. So. I'm keeping it at uh, not, just so not we those don't get fucking crazy. prices. Yeah. I was oh no, I mean like I'll be buying a six pack. I used to just show up and drink whenever beers were there. Like now I can bring beer to get to the tailgate. Tucker was the person who was like, "Oh yeah, no, I'll I'll drive you home. Don't worry about it," and then would proceed to get drunk. So then you would still have to drive him home. That has nothing to do with money. <laughs> that's a, that's quality of character. <laughs> <laughs> You'd be like, "Eh, hey, don't worry about it. I got you, man." I got you. And yeah. then I would have to drive him home in his car. Yeah, that's why I drove my car because my car was an automatic. And no matter what, if I got blackout drunk, you, being the excellent friend that you are, compliment, would make sure I got home safe. And you always did. And then he would step on me when I'd sleep on his floor. Yeah, I was dangerously drunk that day. Like, fucking dangerously drunk. We <laughs> lost to Vancouver. I think, yeah, yeah. I think three to one, something like that. Yeah. Rough. That's what, that's what he remembers. That's literally all I remember. I remember <laughs> drinking. That's impressive that you remember that much. Well, it's no, only- no, no. We won the, the Galaxy won that night. Because you had, did we win? I was like, yeah. You're like, cool. And went back to bed. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> yeah, I, I think I, uh, my girlfriend and I broke up. So were you drunker? Hammered. Were you drunker than the day yes. Ed turned green? Yes. Uh, oh, 
Because that was bad. The day oh, Ed that turned was, green, that yeah. was like... That well, was, yeah, because that, that was, was the day. Well, did, you, did you yak at the game that day? Probably. You know, he okay. yacked on the drum, I think. So that was the, the... Mine was the day I threw up on Travis Frank's uh, <laughs> sandals. Which is open-toed sandals. Why are you wearing open-toed sandals to a Galaxy game in the front row? With it's jeans, dangerous. That's just weird. It's dangerous. You're, you're asking for trouble. Yeah. I'm not... I, look, I'm not absolving what I did. I'm just saying, you, <laughs> you know... Played a, he played a part in it, though. Look what you were wearing. <laughs> like, you, you put yourself in a situation here. I'm not. I'm not saying it's acceptable. Don't worry, he's a guy. Nobody's gonna have a problem with it. I'm not. I'm not saying it's acceptable, but you put yourself in a situation. He was trying to take care of me. Like he should have left me to you so that you could take care of me. Yeah, what? A, what a Everybody idiot. knows that. I love you. Spunk Everybody knows mess. that. Spoke my my man. Yeah. <sighs> I don't even know where we were. <laughs> I don't know me either. What was the question? Outsider, LA Galaxy outsider. Something the FBI trying to fleece the fans to become season ticket members. <laughs> You got to repeat that. What it's like being a father? Yeah. <laughs> Throw it up on my shoes. Yeah, that's what it meant. All right. All right. We're back. <laughs> no. We're back. Take a second. Yeah, Hold on. Take a second. Okay. 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 Cleanse. All right. Uh, outsider asks, up with the FO trying to fleece the fans into becoming season ticket members? Uh, I, I'm assuming he's talking about the opening game. Have you seen the prices for tickets? Dude, it's fucking outrageous. <laughs> they have a they have a gold a gold membership. Gold six mini. Yeah, yeah. The, the mini plans even have mini plans. Now. Uh, and honestly, the the top mini plan is not even the best game. So if you just if you just look at the teams on the mini plan for the top tier, I get you get the LAFC game, you get the Miami, you get game. the two LAFC games. You're yeah. paying sixty five dollars for Houston Dynamo, and that's just because they got to they got to like squeeze it in, and they don't want to squeeze all of them in because they want to separate those for other They're ones. Like, we know no one's coming to this game. So it's, it's oh my there. god! It's it's look, it's it from from my perspective, it's same as it ever was. It's still they're they're trying to figure out how to get you to commit for multiple games, whether it's a mini plan or season tickets, obviously they prefer season tickets, um, a mini plan or season tickets off the back of what is another disappointing season. And they, you know, you're at, you're getting to a point where it's hard to, it's hard to leverage history because people are tired of hearing that. And you're, you're, you know, you're rolling into a decade without winning a championship. Um, so leveraging your history is getting difficult. Um, you know, prices are going to be exorbitant because you're trying to capitalize off Messi as your first game, which they leveraged for. They they went to MLS and asked to have um, Miami as the first game. And and look, the bottom line is they got to figure out a way to to right this ship, and they want to write write the ship on the back of getting you to sign up and to commit long term. Uh, I, I will, and they know they know that first game is going to be impossible to, to get a ticket to yeah, if as an individual. If you don't want to spend an exorbitant amount of money, I saw three thousand dollar tickets. Yeah, in in one thirty six. I was talking with Tony. Tony came by the other day, and he, um, yeah, Tony came by the other day, Tucker. Mm -hmm. But so he, we were talking. He, he's getting Top man, Tony. He's Tony. He's, Tony well, has he's seen you season tickets, but Tony has seen you exactly half as many times as Ed has seen you in the no, last. Actually, two years. it's not true. I've seen Tony more than I've seen Ed. Actually, <laughs> sorry, <laughs> you're redigging re into that one. But no, but he was saying how he's, I think he's at a mini plan or maybe a full season plan, but he's, he's selling that first game right away. No, yeah, you have to. I can't, I can't begrudge people. I mean, it sucks like, but fuck, you're, you're fuck making, game. you're making, you're probably going to make your entire season ticket yes. from that one game. Well, it's what it used to be like back in the day when we used to have, selling have the big teams coming back. Yeah, Hang yeah. on. Pause. The opinions of this show only represent myself, Ed and Ben. We don't speak for anybody else. We don't speak for any other groups. We don't. What was your whole saying? I don't remember it. 
We, it's, it's just our opinion. Your, dis- your disclaimer. Come it's, on. Yeah, your, your, your. I have no idea. Well, well the bottom line is, we're, it's just, it's just, it's just three assholes sitting in a room having a conversation. So nobody take this personal. I, I don't want it. I don't want. I don't want any. Problem. Look, I'm going to North Carolina. So it doesn't matter. But <laughs> I don't want anybody getting mad or anything. Unpause. If you do get mad, get mad at, at Ben. At Chris Ducker. Get, get mad at Ben. You'll X. see him are more you times. Still on, than are that. you still on X? Yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah. Zero cool one thirty eight. Right. I'm, so if I, you get I, mad, zero cool one thirty eight. I block so liberally now. Ironically, I block so liberally. <laughs> you, you don't even you, you don't even want <laughs> you you don't even want to go down that path with me. Um, but if if you're not an asshole, I will have a conversation with you about just about anything. Let's go, um, Brandon. Yeah, I, look, I would say if I I recognize anyone wanting to sell their individual ticket to the Miami game, um, and I recognize why people would not do it. So like if you're in a supporters group and you don't sell your ticket, like it's honorable. Yeah. It's definitely honorable. Or at least if you're selling it, don't overprice it to your, your fellow Well, if it's your people, no, no, no. If it's your people, come on. Yeah. You, you be square about it. Yeah. If your homeboy is trying to, trying to take a friend, trying to, trying to bring somebody in, be square with that guy. I'm not saying don't, don't make a little ka-ching on it, but be square with your people. You don't gouge those people. You know, these are some of those games you can convert if you bring a friend, hopefully, like, because he look that that little dickhead ain't coming back. So if if, it's, if that person comes and is like, oh, Messi and, and loves me, Messi ain't coming back, and that person's not flying to Miami to see him, and they're definitely not getting a ticket there. So if you can convert someone, this might be a great game to convert them at. But if you can't, and hey, if money's tight, I'm not look. I'm never gonna tell anybody what to do with their money. It's just that's not my world. I, you try to tell politicians what to do with your money that they take from you, but he, I won't tell anybody else what to do with your money. He's sewing them nuggets together, Benny. I, I, I would respect anyone who doesn't sell the ticket, but I would also say, I understand people who do. I, I can, I, it's a, it's a crazy amount of money to turn down. All right. So talking about that first game, robots versus robots wants to know, will the first game be a total mess? Understanding. I'm going to throw this in there. He didn't say this, but just understanding the way in the past, the stadium staff, the Galaxy themselves have never really been the best at in-game. Like these Why aren't big they situations. <laughs> Just don't be upset to see messy jerseys being sold in the team stores. You know what's going to happen. Um, there's going to be 100 scalpers outside selling messy. Will there be more Galaxy fans or Miami messy fans? Oof, oof. Galaxy fans. Galaxy fans. But it'll, be, it'll definitely be, you'll, the pink will be visible for sure. I don't know. I tell, I tell you what, though, if I see somebody with like a half galaxy, half messy jersey, I would knock that fucker out. What if it was half galaxy, half Argentina messy? Still gonna knock that fucker half out. Half galaxy, half Newell old boys messy. Ooh, new old boys. You know what? Might have a little respect for that. That's, I mean, that, 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 that's acceptable. But uh, like, but half, half like new old boy, half like Miami messy. Fuck that. Fuck. Yeah, I mean, I don't like half jerseys. It doesn't really matter who it is. But look, to, to, the, to the question, I, I'm going to try to pronounce his name right. I don't know if I'm pronouncing it right because I haven't listened to any Galaxy podcasts in quite some time. Nag boys and guessman apologies. Um, Ural Martinez, he's the the chief, what is it, chief revenue officer. What's, what's That guy's just trying to make money. That guy's job is to make money. That guy's job is the bottom line. There are going to be. I would. I would say there's going to be messy jerseys sold in the Team LA store. I don't know that there will be. I haven't asked anyone if there's going to be. I don't have any insight in that or any of that. Um, but that guy's job is to. Is I would. To, I would definitely put money in that. Leverage money. I yeah. would. And I would. I. 
bet my car on it. Like I don't, I don't own a lot. I bet my car on it. Um, it's, it seems very likely. So I, I, you know, it, it's going to be a clusterfuck in that sense. It will be a shame in that sense. Um, but if you already got a ticket to that stadium, like I, I applaud your investment because it is, it is going to pay off, especially as a home opener. Um, the demand for a ticket would be high anyway. And it being against, uh, Inter Miami demands going to be high. They just announced Luis Suarez as a TAM player. So after they decapitate uh, Campania, they're going to have a, a still going to have an open designated player spot. So that that project might get even crazier and the value of your ticket might go up. So hang on to it for a bit. You may be able to sell it for more um, if selling it is what you choose to do. But I'm not in the business of telling people what to do with their property or their money. Yep, I agree. Okay, so let's talk a little about the season coming up. Carlos Schmarlos says, what are your hopes for this season and what do you think will actually happen? Um, should we save that? Should we? Should we no, we'll talk about that. You want to talk about that now? Sure. Um, I don't have high hopes for the season. Um, I don't think we'll be... I, I mean, I definitely don't think we're going to be MLS Cup contenders. Um, and again, it's sad. This is rinse and repeat. I hope we can get into the playoffs, which is kind of the saddest thing. I think uh, we keep saying every single year. Uh, I, yeah, um, I think with Will Koontz being the GM now, I think we'll. I mean, we're already seeing you know money moves happening with Raheem going to Montreal for four hundred k or something like that. Four hundred k, yeah. Yeah, uh, Judd going to San Jose for three hundred. Thought it was a hundred. Was it a hundred? Two. It's- 200, two I think. Plus it's, one, two, two, it's 200 plus, plus incentives that could bring it up to which 250. He's, which he's definitely going to smash, my boy. Um, which sucks that he's going to San Jose, but, you know. Going somewhere where he'll be appreciated yeah. for the unique talent that he is. Um, so, you know, you kind of see those moves happening, and then you see the free... Uh, it's, my, it's my one episode where I get to praise him, because after this, <laughs> after this, he's, he's one of them, yeah. Um, you have free agent signings that happen now, and... Um, you know that they made a money move uh, in the draft. They traded whatever their second round pick for another bunch of money. So you know they're building up their 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 money their money bag a little bit. So we traded we have two open DP spots that they can fill. And from what we've been hearing, they're going to try to fill it with younger talents. That's not so much you know. Yeah, there's a South American. That's yeah. So it's, I'm a little. I'm not optimistic, but I'm I definitely think we'll be better than we were this past year, especially having two DPs that will hopefully be able to play more than half the time that they were on the field. Yeah. For the record, we traded Judd for 100000 in game this year, 100000 next year, and 50000 in uh, incentives this year. Okay, so. So there you go. Um, but they're making money moves, so it's like... They're working. Yeah. They're, Koontz is cooking. Koontz, the chef is in the kitchen. How, how long until you turn on him? Because that's coming. Uh, no, Four I'm games. Not. Four games. <laughs> Four games? <laughs> Well, what would the record have to be after four games to Coons turn out? on? No, nah, I'm joking. No. I'm joking. I'm joking. No, actually, I heard him on Guestman's show, and he he had joked about that. He's like, I'm sure it's not long till the Coons out hashtag it's, is it's, going. It's never far, man. No, I think people. I mean, people are already on the um, the Vanny out bandwagon. I think that that's. Oh, we've been on that for a while. I think that happens before before Coons gets any blame. I think Coons has a uh, he has a long leash, especially after the the administration who who just you know got fired. Yeah, the hatred so. the hatred for Chris Klein and company probably gives Koontz a little bit longer of a leash than normal. I think so. But so, I don't know, but yeah. Or it could be like, we, we need someone who's going to do the job now, so it could be the other way. But. Well, to, I mean, to a couple points. It, it is, it's on, answer this in a couple different ways. 
to to the, the Chris Kuntz. Tucker OCD way. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm spacing out here for a second. <laughs> or ADHD. Uh, I'm to the to the Coons point. I think it's it's on the podcasts and the the media angles and wings to educate people on the differences between what he's doing and what how his his job operates versus what Klein's job how Klein's job operated and how a general manager's tenure is supposed to be longer than a coach. So if if it's not working on the field, like Kuntz isn't making substitutions. Kuntz, Kuntz isn't saying like this is the starting eleven. His job is to position the coach to be in a place to succeed. And then if the coach succeeds, excellent. If the coach doesn't succeed, well, now you get rid of the coach. If the if the players the general manager is acquiring isn't working, or if the players the general manager is 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 spotting and 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 um planning for isn't working, well now you start looking at 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 the general manager. Yeah, if you're three coaches in and you're like, yeah, maybe we change it. Which is where we got with with Klein. You you got with Klein you got multiple general managers and your general managers are getting multiple coaches. And so like nothing in the organization is working. That's when you're like, all right, well now we're looking at the president. If multiple coaches are as abysmal as Greg Vanny's tenure has been, well, all right, well, now you're looking at at a general manager. But even even then, that's if the general manager is getting to choose those coaches. And presuming he would be, presuming he's the guy who gets to do that. Um, when we're three coaches in, as you say, if we're three coaches in and it's not working and none of the players are working and none of the players are working with different coaches, like, well, now you start looking at the general manager. But prior to that, um, it's your focus is more you know, tied directly to what the coach is doing and how the coach is using the tools that he has available to him for the season. I think we will make the playoffs. It's, it's still really, really early. And so it's difficult to, to say, as you say, we have a long list of players who are out very, very short list of players who are in one of those players is clearly a depth player. Um, you can assume Miguel Barry is not going to get to play very often. He's probably going to be a third striker. Maybe it's maybe a second striker. Um, Open cup striker, yeah. Um, but if you look at the minutes he played, like he played for Atlanta, he, the same amount of minutes, I think roughly the same amount of minutes uh, Kelvin Leardham played for us last year. Like he's not, he's not, he played roughly the amount of minutes Maya Yoshida did. And Yoshida came in late, late in the season. That's what he played for the entire season for Atlanta. So you would assume Barry is going to be someone who's backing up uh, Dejan in the assumption we don't get a, a, a new sure. forward, a new, a new forward. At least there's someone else besides Dejan who's in that can play, that's comfortable in MLS. He's six foot three, so he gives you a different profile than Dejan did. It's a it's a profile slightly closer to what Judd could give you. And there's at least a video floating around of a goal, the one goal he scored for Atlanta because he only scored one last year. That's an absolute banger. So you know he's got there's a talent in it's there. In there, yeah, yeah. It's in there somewhere, and and it's a different physical profile than we currently have with Dejan. So. Um, you know, I, I, it's, it, I would say it's pro, to that question, it's too early to determine where we'll, where we'll fit or where one could even think we'll fit, especially when you don't see the designated players yet. Um, I, I watched it. Of course I did. I watched a game with uh, Ramon Sosa that I, I found on uh, Footballia from earlier this year where they played River. I thought he played very well. Um, still, uh, the quality of the, of the game was was hard to see. Um, exactly what he plays like for to compare it to Galaxy players. I want to watch a couple more games before I speak on that. Especially if the the rumor that he's going to break the record for, you know, highest paid player MLS or whatever. I can't believe we played. I thought it was half. highest paid for Galaxy. For Galaxy, for Galaxy. sorry, because obviously Messi was playing. highest highest paid. Well, I think it's highest paid transfer. Um, yeah, Messi came on a free, which yeah. is all, which is only for the Galaxy. It's like nine and a half. Nine and a half. Yes, Chicharito. Yeah, fucking 
ridiculous. Almost ten million. Whatever. Um Cheetah train, whatever. You Not guys, no more, man. Hey, yeah, look, that's that's left. I did my to... I did my best. Ed. Yeah, I did I did my level best. Um, it's that still train got derailed. It, it's still too early, but that's a good that's a yeah, good. Bad knees. It's a it's it's a. Uh, I would say we're leaning in the right direction. If coming out of the gate, the person we're tied to would cost us more money than any person has ever cost us to acquire. Who's young? I think he's twenty four. Um, you know that's upside. That's that's positioning yourself where you, for for Sosa, we are the stepping stone from the Argentine league, um, Argentinian Argentinian league. We would be the stepping stone from the Argentinian league Argentine. into Europe. And is it Argentine league? I thought it'd be Argentinian league. Argentine. Um, I'll take our. I'll I'll take yours. Ben says it's Argentine, so that's what I'm going with. I'm I'm assuming he's correct. But Bad we old man Ben three. Yeah, which he's definitely going to check. Um, we would be the stepping stone potentially for a 24 year old to come here play three, four years, and at 27, 28, 29-ish, um, taking a shot at Europe. So that's not bad. That's not that's not a bad that's not a bad starting point. If the first of your two DPs is 24 and would be too old um, for a young DP tag, you're starting young. You're starting young and dynamic and going somewhere in his career, not coming here to finish, which is what even under those law ton years is like the thing you're begging for. It's like a player who's still going somewhere, who's showing up here to perform so that he can get to where he wants to go. Not someone who is at basically cashing in on everything he had previously done. This would be more in line with a, a Christian Pavon type signing than a, a Chicharito signing. So I, I'm positive for the, the few bits that we've been able to get. So following up on that, uh, J Move BA from Buenos Aires. Hey. He said, "So is 2024 20, come back here for the Galaxy." Speaking of, if you're in Buenos Aires and you wouldn't mind uh, swinging by and figuring out exactly how much a San Lorenzo jersey would be for me, I would uh, thoroughly appreciate that. So please, please get in the DMs on that, sir. We will, we will talk. Uh, what was his question? Sorry. Once I heard Buenos Aires, I was like San Lorenzo. Is it a comeback year for us? It couldn't be anything and but. So we're, yeah, we're going to tie that to Uncle Dishwasher, who basically asked the same question. Is it going to be a comeback year? How do I you mean, define it? Yeah, what's the comeback? What's, How do you define it? Yeah. Is that way you just make a, a playoffs and that's that's a comeback year? Not embarrassing? So yeah. he, that's probably the best way to define it is I, not embarrassing. I don't think it will be an embarrassing season. I don't think we're – it would have been difficult last year to imagine and plan for the the scope of injuries we had to deal with outside of Chicharito's. They should have. They should have seen him cut. We talked the the day we signed him. That was our conversation of like, what's you're gonna make him play? Any person who's listened to this show for years, eight years apparently or seven years, you're gonna you're gonna request that he play more time than he's ever had to play in his entire career, ever consistently back to back to back to back or back to back to back, and then we learn there's there's an additional one on longer flights on. Worse fields, yeah. With you know, with you know, we can say we have the top conditions in the world, but like you're not in comparison to a lot of a lot of clubs in Europe, and certainly the clubs he's played for. Um, you're just you're just physically asking a lot of his body, and at some point it's going to break down. And that was our conversation last off season that it's going to break down at some point, and it broke down really early. And and there was no way to it's all to say there was no way to plan for that level of injuries and that level of juggling they had to do. Um, I don't. You can't say that that's not going to happen, but it, it, at least from what we've seen so far with Nelson and Barry and 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 Ramon Sosa, if that's the case, we're linked to to uh, Yamin Yaman, 
how do you pronounce the guy's name? The 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 uh, Japanese right back, Mika, something or other. No, it's a uh, um, oh fuck. I thought it was Mika. Is it Mika? You mean? Yeah. I, I, um, which seems like it's it's definitely happening. Yeah, that, it seems like we're we're we're. Yeah. I mean the uh, the okay. talk. So so in for the sake of time, give me a record that you think you know wins, ties, losses that would be acceptable. Uh, playoff to, 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 to to not be no 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 not playoff berth, an actual win loss record that would be not an embarrassment. I think if you keep it under ten losses, would probably be not an embarrassment. So how many wins though? Are we are you talking like five hundred, like ten, ten, and fourteen? <laughs> um, would ten, ten, and fourteen be an embarrassment? Mm. I mean, that's a lot of draws, but. Yeah. So so so, 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 so 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 say, say honestly more. It's more so to keep. I mean, we had say you're twelve, the twelve, worst, and ten. One of the worst. Uh, you twelve, know. twelve, and ten. I take that. You yeah. get us into the playoffs. We. Had, I think our first. What I'll be on, man. I'll tell you the truth. I don't. I don't give a shit how it happens. We have to get back into the playoffs. And okay, I think so, we so will. What about a? Say we're that the new wild card game, the nine seed, barely get in and losing that wild card game on the road. Is that? I mean, what's the difference of that and? Finishing outside the playoffs is that? Does that one extra game make it a in. successful season? I would say that's not in. I would say that's making it to a wild card game and then getting eliminated in a wild card game. We need I so a you, minimum for us should be competing, but that's not even that hard. So you need an actual home playoff game, like, you, yeah. the, like the three well, game how, series, whatever, whatever they change, yeah. whatever so it rock, is paper, next scissors, year. Uh, best three, you know, <laughs> yeah. Tostitos, Tostitos, rock paper scissors ball. They need to bring back thirty yard shootouts, man. Just, I think we we need to make the playoffs, and I don't think that's outside of the realm of possibility. Like proper um, playoffs, not if, wild card game. But if you yeah, and if you, if you look at at the the makeup of our core team when they're healthy, let's say we re-sign Tyler Boyd, let's just say we have, or let's we'll even put him to the side right now. Ramon Sosa on one side, Diego Fagundes on the other, Brugman, Delgado, Pugh, Pouge, Pouge, uh, Dejan, Aude, Neil. Yoshida, and let's say it's Yaman, Yamin, however you pronounce his name, and even Bond, that team should finish in the top ninth, in the top nine. That team should make the playoffs. If they're relatively healthy all season, that team of what we already have or likely rumored to, that team should already make the playoffs. And that's not, that's not even counting if they sign two DPs. That's not counting the additional designated player. Yeah. We, we're still, we still have two, uh, U, or one U22 spot. Like that, that's still opening up a lot of other, other options that are still available for us to spend and it for us to acquire players. But the people we currently have, plus Ramon Sosa, that team should make the playoffs. It's gotta be, it's gotta be a proper playoff run. It we don't have to be a contender yet. We we are in the process of rebuilding. It, it's part of the problem is, in my opinion, part of the problem is that people are busy still looking at LAFC, still looking at Seattle, who's maintained it over over the almost the entirety of their time in MLS save for the one season they went to the CCL final, that they've been a, a, a very good, at least competitive, if not contending team. If you're not, if you if you can put on blinders and just focus on the galaxy, for us, it's about rebuilding from what we were. I think the days, uh, I think the, the adage of we're one transfer window away from being competitive, I think those are done. I think there's too many teams in the league and there are too many teams genuinely striving to be great and not just making up the numbers as it was when we could just be one transfer window from contending. So if we can if we can get a solid playoff spot, top six, seven, 
I think that's a, I think that who the fuck doesn't take that given what you've dealt with for the last eight years. I think finishing six and above, I think is, it would be anything, anything above six is a, is graving. I am Anthony. So does Dejan the answer long-term or is he just a placeholder for a DP? Well, I mean, I don't know if Dejan even still wants to be here entirely. Um, I don't know if he's the answer. I mean, he really hasn't shown that he can be a starter. Um, he's shown that he's better off the bench, but we'll see how they how they work with you know the new players they, they bring in. Um, I mean, when was the last time the Galaxy didn't have, barring that season where they tried to have a youth movement, when was the last time they didn't have a DP striker? I mean, it's sort of, and, and and I guess the the better question also is, when's the last MLS team that was successful that didn't have a DP striker? That'd be harder because I, I would just, you know, I mean, I so so in that, that sense, Deja, in that was sense, Dejan is bottle year. No, because then you have where do you put Gio? Where are you counting Gio in this? Because Gio was was under Zardes. Well, see, I feel like Gio is kind of like that Landon, where he was a midfielder but also a forward. Because he had to play under Robbie. Yeah, and then he played under Zardes. So it'd be Zardison. It'd be that 2015 year, the year Keen left. Yeah, but we still played like. Basically we just didn't a have a DP. Yeah. But we didn't have a. Yeah, but he's. I mean, come on, you're not hoofing the ball up to Giovanni yeah. Santos. Um. Sorry, I start. I I'll be honest. I started thinking about the DP forward question, and I blanked on all the rest of it. What was it? Uh, um, is Jolovich a long term solution, or is he just a placeholder for a DP? Uh my position on it, I, I think it's tough to, from an organizational standpoint, I think it's tough to ignore um, a guy who is a $200,000 cap hit, who when everyone was healthy and everyone else was playing well, like I think he gets a lot of the blame because he's not scoring. And he he didn't look good last year by any fucking stretch of the imagination. But very few people did. And very few, the rest of them don't seem to get the, the eyes on them because you're expecting Dejan to score the goal to get you over the line so that you can get the draw or that you can, you can turn the draw into a win or the loss into a draw. But none of them are good. And you, you put him up there to facilitate to either work with or off Chicharito to have Costa working with him, who wasn't available, to have Brugman feeding him, who wasn't available. Like, I, would, I don't think you're, you're going to get anywhere as an organization by signing players for big money, because I think he costs $4 million to bring in. Signing players for big money, having a year go where they don't work, and then going, we'll move them on. Because when Chicharito had a bad year, the conversation wasn't, we'll move him on, because you knew that you weren't going to. You knew that that wasn't a possibility. We're not we're not spending $9.5 million to get him in here, and then he shows up out of shape, appearing ill-motivated, and then quickly injured, and then have people turn and say, well, we need to get rid of Chicharito now and go get a real DP. That conversation doesn't happen. Dejan cost $4 million. I don't think it happened with the fans, but I don't know if it happened well, but it doesn't, it, in it, the back office. I would say it doesn't happen with competent fans who are paying attention, who understand that we're not spending a bunch of, we're not spending millions of dollars on a player, Just to let it go. having them have a bad season and then going, we're going to get rid of them. Two years ago, everyone wanted Dejan to be the starter and Chicharito to be gone, only to find out that Chicharito was on an extension that no one in the organization would have given him. No one, save for Chris Klein and Jovan Karofsky, would have given Chicharito that extension. To find out he's on that extension, then Chicha gets hurt. Now they're like, "Well, Dejan's a savior. Put him in." It doesn't work. Everyone get everyone gets injured behind him. 
Now we need to we start all over again. It's a guy who had a bad year, who you spent four million dollars on, who co- it's hard to explain the importance of this, who cost two hundred thousand dollars against the cap. If he's a hit, he's a very, very, very cheap hit at his position. I would give him a season where he's got a fast winger around him, or perhaps multiple fast wingers around him. I don't know that I would dedicate one of my DP spots to the forward to the forward position when Dejan potentially can do it. And if Ricky doesn't end up signing an extension, you have another open DP spot next year and you can fill Dejan's spot with that. If it doesn't work out for another year, I don't think you need to pot commit once, once Ricky signs an extension, then I might change my opinion on that. But as we currently stand, Ricky doesn't sign an extension at the end of this year and is gone. You have an open DP spot, sell Dejan and buy your forward striker and you can move from there. Ramsey's wants to know, um, is the galaxy too bullish about 2024? I mean, when aren't they too bullish about a fucking season? What does that mean? I don't know what that means. Yeah, I'm trying to understand that question, too. Basically, are the Galaxy trying to oversell themselves in 2024? I don't know. I don't know what they're... What are they selling? Are they trying to sell themselves as a... I'll be honest with you, Ramses. I'm of the opinion that we are actively trying to undersell ourselves. I mean, you even look at the, the, the graphic for the Miami game and... <laughs> yeah, I mean, we—it's a picture of the galaxy losing three zero in the photo, with Messi and his buddies walking up. You know, it very much reminds runs. me of how the Clippers used to market themselves, like, "Hey, come see the it's biggest stars time, in man. the league." You it's, know, play against the Clippers. It's a—I I had a an old Galaxy executive friend text me after seeing that graphic and was like, "We are moving ourselves to the equivalent of FC Dallas, who who sell tickets based on the teams that they're playing against, and like that's not the LA Galaxy." And I, I'm inclined to agree. Um, I don't think we're we're being bullish. If I understand the phrase, um, I think we are we are at least so far underselling ourselves for what we are. But we don't have a lot to sell. We're still selling um, a couple players that most Galaxy fans have never seen play a game, and Ricky Pooch on his last year. So I don't know. I don't think so. Yeah, I don't. I don't mean maybe I've just been out of it a little bit lately, but. I don't know if they're selling themselves as as this team that's going to make this huge push or something. It seems like, especially for this, you know, for this first game, they're really coming off, like, uh, to me, FC Dallas vibes. Yeah. Like, come by or, you know, they did the Mexican national team pack or whatever they did. Mexican superstars pack. Yeah. Um, the, you know, it sounds like they're, they're doing that a little bit with, and that's why I see, you know, them definitely selling messy jerseys and, I would I wouldn't be surprised. It was like they have the date of the game, and they have it like, oh, I I was here for Messi's yeah. game in L.A. Or whatever, when, blah blah blah. Euro Martinez doesn't owe any of you anything. Like his job is to is to bring in revenue exclusively. Right, that, that, that's gonna be your season ticket member gift. Is I was at the Messi game yeah. T-shirt, like cheaply can, printed. If you can afford it, <laughs> with, with, with like with, with ten sponsors on, sheet, exactly with like ten sponsors on the back. You know, yeah. Hey, get your money. It's got to be clean. It's got to be tied. <laughs> Nice. All right. So let's see. Ed, um, one last question for you, Ed. All right. Let's go with. It's been nice. nice talking to you guys. Yeah, man. man. I miss this. I, I, like you said, man, I, it, it's odd, but it just feels natural to be in here. Yeah. It's better in person. Yeah. It's 100% better in person. All right. We you all, just come, you know, all... let's, let's make this, we'll make it monthly. And you just fly down here huh? once a month. Huh? And we'll just do a three hour show. Bet. Ben, I need that credit card, bro. Black card. Yeah. Hey, it'll be a it'll be a business expense. You know, he's climbing. Just, just write it off. Just write it off, baby. Just keep on writing it off. 
He's that sweet UPS <laughs> That's money. That's how it that works, right? <laughs> You're not flying direct, though, damn I it. I prefer the term <laughs> African-American Express. I mean... Can't get him a first class seat. Man. Come no, on, dude. dude he, this he, is your superstar he, he's got, on the he, show here, dude. He, he's connecting through Dallas. I'm alright with that. Yeah, Dallas is fine. Yeah, as long as I don't have to leave the airport. I told you the second time I drove cross country, I drove the first night. I drove all the way until I got outside of Texas, and then as soon as I got over the Texas border, I was like, all right, I can sleep here. Just don't. It's too dicey. Too dicey. All right. So, uh, Bangarang seventy seven says. What's a red flag for a partner bar? Red flag for a partner bar. Like for uh like, like for a, the galaxy? A, yeah, like a bar that would associate with the galaxy. Uh I don't know, man. At this stage of my life, you can't bring kids in. I mean, earlier I you know, when I was I mean, I, I assume look, the, the obvious answer is there's LAFC paraphernalia and Yeah, I mean that's too obvious there. And I yeah, that's that's the that's the the easy the easy stuff. I don't know if I see a chef come out without gloves on his hand at this stage. Again, at this stage of my life, that's pretty much it. I'm I'm out of there. If you see a B for the 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 food grade, because it's not no, a B, you, it's yeah, a D. Go, yeah, exactly. You it's a D where the best they could the best they could clean up was to get to a B. Yeah. Those are the best places, man. Come on, dude. You too bougie now. Yes. Not ever since you got money. Ever since you had money. Yes. Yes. Ed, Whack. look me in the eyes. Look at me, Ed. Yes. I am not playing. <laughs> I'm sure it's good. I know it's good, but it, it will take some years off of your life. And you can't, you know, at this stage, you can't have that. When I was working at Lowe's, that was a time for <laughs> You're <that>. like, let <laughs> me die soon, please. Any, anything to stop Clog the pain. Clog my arteries with all the grease you have, all the grease and cheese you have, please. So the, actually the last question we have, I, I can't forget Utterson. He asked, when's Chris moving to Y? Ooh. Um, I just got a weird text. Uh, yeah, if, it, I don't know, if you ask my wife, it would be, uh, what, probably, yeah, uh, yeah, well, anything that's, anything to keep us from having to fly into LAX, um, because Hawaii flies, at least the Maui airport flies directly to Long Beach, which would be the best. Um, I don't know, as of right now, probably, uh, August 2025, yeah, probably about August 2025, but. You know, if anybody's got an IT connect on on two in Kona and two, 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 yeah, we need two, two jobs. We need two together. Yeah. <laughs> Anybody knows an IT connect on Kona? I can move right now. You can you can buy a house on the Big Island for like hundred sixty thousand dollars. I can afford that, I t- bro. I talked to a guy. Bought his house for he bought the land. Eric will have the property. Three percent down, Mac. I can do that. That's the problem. So the places that you can buy a house for one hundred sixty thousand dollars are in what's called Lava Zone One, where you can't get financing for the house. So you have to buy the house in cash because you can't get insurance for the house. Because if the if uh, Mauna Loa or Mauna Kea erupts, your house is in the in the likely path of lava. It's going to pump. Hence, hence Lava Zone One. Lava Zone One. So like Lava Zone Three, you can get uh you can get insured and you can get financing, but the houses are more expensive. But we talked to a guy who bought bought a plot of land on the Big Island for. Um, Erica has the numbers, but I think he bought it for about thirty grand, and then he built the house for like one twenty five. And he's like, it's like forty year old camp counselor. And he's like, I'm done. Just this is it. He just yeah, he just drives around Hilo. I mean, it's on the Hilo side, so it rains a lot. But um, yeah, he's he's pretty much done at forty something years old. Hangs out with a dog. Sounds good to me. Calls it a lot. It's not, bro. It's not bad. It's not bad. It's not going to erupt. You're fine. We're moving to Italy in three years, anyways. This is Bibbidi bobbidi. We're all going to Italy, right, Ben? 
All going to Italy. Can we, can we talk about that plan for half a second? Not the moving to Italy Can plan. we, Ben? Yeah, I ain't talking about it. No, no, not Ben's moving to Italy. Like, our... Our, 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 our plans? Yeah, yeah. Well, your plans for all of us. Because it's, well, it's what I'm I'm definitely doing. Yeah. It's a matter. So we were talking potentially about... So I, I'm going to Europe next year. Squadcast European vacation. Yeah. And, and so we, we're sitting in here, and Erica and I have been talking. And she goes, you know, it'd be great if your brother could go with you to Europe. And I was like, yeah, it would be great. What would be even better... Is if Ed could go with me. Your other brother. So my you, other brother. You, your, your brother's got too many enemies in Europe. I'm not sure you can go there, dude. Everybody loves my brother. He's awesome. Dude, he's, he's a way spy. Better, he's he way is, better he than me. He's a spy. You're gonna get, you're gonna get kidnapped in Eastern Europe. He's if he's I mean dude, one, brother one we're not spy. going to Eastern Europe. Like, I don't, uh, you, that's what you think. That's what you think. Until his brother's like, hey Chris, anything with a stand this, in the name, we're not going until, there. Until you, <laughs> until your brother's like, Chris, just carry this over the border. Don't worry about you, it. You, you know? really should. You really should meet my brother. <laughs> it's, it's not not his uh, his his way of operating at all. Number one. Number two. If my brother's a spy, he's a spy for America, and yeah. he's doing the right thing because it's the greatest greatest country in the world. USA. Um, you know what's the greatest country? Yeah, I'll, I'll go ahead and stop there. I'll put that on the pre, on the pre episode. <laughs> uh, but uh, the discussion came up. If I'm going to Europe next year, and I am, if Ed could come with me, which quickly rolled into the possibility of Ben coming with me and the just the possibility of the three of us doing Europe. And then we could just write it all off, right? We write it all off. We, could, we could absolutely write yeah, that there off. there we go. It's just a, it's a uh, what is it, tax, tax, tax something. I still don't do any of this stuff. I earn the money, Erica makes sure that Look, I have to go to jail meet up, for we it. just meet up with other podcasts in, in the area and we just make guess it. Guessman. Guessman come to Europe. Yeah. It's business. Then we sell, it's all business. We sell Guessman in one of those stands. Yeah. Now, we're, now we're really in the ducats because they love they pay top dollar for the whites top, they do top dollar do. whites yeah <laughs> but the idea like would it be nice three of us go to Europe for, for a week and just bound around or England mostly but just bound around and watch some soccer it'd be nice finally go to Newcastle go to I want to say Arsenal but that's not right no. do you even want to go see Manchester United now yeah I'd still go see United at Old, wow. Old Trafford that'd be just to go to Old Trafford would be a cool experience yeah. but Honestly, not even a fan. Can't you cry here for cheaper? Yeah, cry here for way cheaper. Didn't they just lose to like West Ham or something? They lost to West Ham today, but Newcastle lost to Luton, so I can't say that. I can't talk shit. I haven't even checked. Our whole team is I don't even know United lost. This is how this is how injured Newcastle is. Jamal LaSalle, our captain, got injured playing against Luton today. He got replaced by Sven Botman. The only reason Jamal LaSalle is playing because Finn Botman got hurt. Botman is back to replace the guy who replaced him when he got hurt. That's how we're every game we're losing a player. It's 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 rough times. Is Howe gonna survive? He should, yeah. But also, you know, we look, we got duckets, baby. It's all good. It's just money. We're gonna be all right. Just buy somebody new. Peanuts. Peanuts. Just Peanuts, money. It's just money. It's just money. Who gives a fuck? Uh, all right. Anything else before we head out of here, Ben? That's it, man. Oh. oh. Sorry, we have... Oh, wait, uh, do we have Tony's email? We have Tony, I'm sorry, Shit. Tony, before we get out of here. Let's read that, and then uh, we can head out. All right, that sounds good. I'm about to freaking miss Big Tony's He's going to be email. mad at you, too. No, he so is going to be mad at you. He's going to be like, should we just end the show and do this off the air? <laughs> yeah. Do you need a second to pull it up? You no, got I got it. it. Got it. Uh, prognostication. I think we all know what happened, but let's recap anyway. The Amazing Pippi had a terrible year, only scoring points uh, for eight of the 34 weeks. She finished eight points off of second place Ed, who had finished with a whopping 18 points, which I, better than I thought I did, uh, which Tony says. Ed did much better than last year and actually scored points in the eighth week. Oh, shit. If you remember, Ed was scoreless until 
Ed was scoreless until week 15. Oh, this wait. year, was he only hit 8 of 34. However, he had two four-point weeks, as well as a couple threes. Uh, Producer Ben started out keeping Definitely pace win. with Chris and even surpassed him by a point in week eight. Oh, but embarrassing. <laughs> Chris really started focusing on those predictions and left Ben far behind. Ben had earned uh, points for 11 of the 34 games, but suffered from <laughs> failing to get bonus points for correct scores and goal scores. So As you've undoubtedly guessed by now, Chris is the victor yet again. Hey. He uh, he notched points for 14 of the 34 games and far surpassed the field by getting a few scores correct with a few goal scorers as well. In total, Chris predicted the correct outcome 14 times, wow. while Ben was correct 11 times and Ed and Pippi only 8 times. Chris had, Chris had three correct scores and six correct goal scores. Ed had two correct scores, while Ben and Pippi had none. Uh, Chris and Ed each predicted six correct goal scores, while Ben and uh, while Ben had four and Pippi had two. So the final score of the year are Chris with 26, Ed in second with 18, Ben with 15, and, for, <laughs> and Pippi in last with 10 points. Good. She's a dog. I can't, I can't believe you passed me. She's a dog. Look, we should all beat the goal, her. The goal is obviously to win. But the first but goal. <laughs> the goal is always to be better than Ben. Yeah. Oh, I thought you were going to say to beat the dog. The dog could win as long as I beat Ben. I think it's the first time you beat me, Ed. Uh, Ooh, I think that's what I think. He, I think I, you might be right. I, I'm almost positive I'm right. Uh, that makes Chris officially. Because the goal for me is to beat Ed. Yeah. <laughs> the five-time prognostication champion. Five Stay time. with me. Five-time. 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 Five-time champion. Uh, now we will hand it off to producer Ben to award the mystery box. Oh, shit. All right. He has already so presented. So Tucker has the box. He has the knife. Oh, I'm going to continue reading while you open this. Please do, yeah. Don't cut yourself, dude. Yeah, I'm trying not to. Cut away Congrats from your body. I'm in an office now, so it's yeah. different. Congrats to Chris on being such a dominant prognostication player. Consistently winning every year, but... but that should, shouldn't that be congratulations to Chris for carrying the most? Yeah. Uh, so Christ, that, I didn't give a shit this year. I'm not even going to lie to you. Oh, so he's opening sick. the box now. <laughs> that's so amazing. You got you to uh, pr- uh, describe what you're opening, sir. Oh, man. Oh, this is heavy. Uh, this is a Squadcast Prognostication Heavyweight Championship belt. Show it up. Oh, that looks pretty amazing. By our oh, friend. and he has the names on the side, too. And <laughs> it's all me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's got Ben on top. That's right. Exactly. It's got Ben on the top. Oh, that's beautiful, man. That's glorious. That looks pretty amazing. Yeah, I, I, I gave him shit about it because I did win the, um, what's it called? The, the, the COVID, tournament, COVID tournament as well. Uh, uh, that's... that's, that's that doesn't count. Shit don't count. Tell that to the Dodgers, man. Tell that to the Dodgers. That shit counts. No, that counts. That counts. Um, Liverpool's does not count, but the Dodgers count. So now that there's a belt to win, Lakers Big count. Tony will be making predictions as well this coming season. Oh. And the players entered the game. When I talked to him, he said when he saw that belt, he knew he, he was in <laughs> yeah, this season. This is it's, it's, pretty, it's pretty sick. Do we I will, get to keep this? What's the deal? Does this go back? That's with you, brother. Oh, this is going to my desk at work. Yeah. Uh, I can't do that. They don't know this shit exists. We will also continue to see if the random predictions of Pippi can surpass any of us. So next season, that's that's not fair. He gets two players in the game. I'm just saying. Oh, the dog. But I kind of want. I want kind of. You got to yeah, believe in your ability to beat a damn dog. Ed. Yes. Uh, so to next beat season, random. Can you be better than random? So next season, right? Uh, five players to compete for the belts. It's like the dog licks itself. You, can't, uh, you, you don't favor yourself. Listener predictions. So while the show was on hiatus, I gave listener prediction league updates sent along with the link to every game. Uh, I don't know if people read them or enjoyed, but let me tell you, it was exciting to watch what was happening. First off, thank you thank you to everyone who participated this year. We had 133 participants across the year, 
with a lot of people giving up only <laughs> with a lot of people giving up after only one week, one week or three, often with zeros. We even had Mama Judd make a prediction for Preston's first game. Oh, oh that's kind of awesome. That's, that's good family. Uh, unfortunately, it didn't amount to points, but I appreciate that she jumped in on the and tried. So what happened? Well, during the boycott, Alfalfa guy jumped out uh, to a big lead, but then he stopped playing after a match day ten. Uh, he was consistent enough potentially to win it all, uh, but you got to play to make it, that happen. Uh, 2020 co-champion Ryan Dare was an <laughs> was another one who was doing really well, but then stopped playing. We actually only had three players get a prediction in every week. Uncle Dishwasher, Travis White, and Michael Wankart. I'm hoping that's a real last name. Um, interesting, none of them won. Michael only tied for seventh with four others, having tallied 21 points. We had four listeners only miss one game, and none of them won. Uh, sure, Jose Salgado finished atop the group with 27 points, but that's six points off the lead. Jose was tied in third with Fredo, who missed two games. Shark Boy was uh, was by himself with 26 points in fourth place, having missed two weeks. Our winner actually missed putting in predictions for two weeks, but starting at match day 21, he really started notching points and climbing the ladder. At that point, Jose was leading a full three points clear of second place, Ruben. In fact, Jose led from week 17 until week 30 when Space Corps and Uncle Dishwasher were able to tie him at 27 points. But... After, after that, it was all Space Corps and Uncle Dishwasher. A number of people made valiant efforts to catch both of them, but no one was able to close the gap. Space Corps took a slight lead at match day 31, but Uncle Dishwasher took the lead back at match day 32. Uh, match day 33 featured strong performances by both of them, but Space Corps grabbed four points to Uncle Dishwasher's two, giving Space Corps a one-point lead. Then came match day 34, the G's versus Dallas. Much of the G's, much the G's, the two leaders finished with a whimper and both scored goose eggs for the week. That gives Space Corps, a.k.a. Ian, the win with 33 points. So congratulations, Ian, a member of the Galaxy Outlaws. Ian, I'll email you to find out what you'd like to drink. Uh, and this is the end of it. Looking forward, a quick look, a quick looking forward, you had better believe the prediction game will return next year. Given the rarity of correctly predicting the score, I'm going to award three points next season instead of two, for everyone who accomplishes that feat. Otherwise, it should be the same. I'll email out, uh, email out a link to everyone who participated this season for the first few games. Don't miss any games. It could mean the difference between free booze and getting nothing for your efforts. So thank you, Big Tony, on the email. The belt looks pretty damn amazing. We'll post it up on the... I'm never putting it down, Tony. ...on Instagram uh, in a little bit. Yeah, it looks pretty sweet. Yeah, man. I'm gonna do my I'm gonna do my absolute best to put the moves on Eric awareness. I'm not gonna lie. You gonna, what's that? Uh, what's the name uh, who won the U.S. title in WWE? Logan Paul. Logan Paul. Yeah. Yeah, uh, he's going in the shower and. Yeah, the world wants this. <laughs> oh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, this is glorious. On that note, if I if I got this before I went to Hawaii, I would have literally thrown it into a volcano and just just offered it to pay the gods. Yeah. Yeah. On that note, fellas, anything before we get out of here? Anything while we close out the year? Yeah. Um, Benny? No, I just want to say thanks for coming in, guys. It's great to see you guys. You know what? And um, I don't know if I've said this before, but thanks to all, all the Galaxy Nation for all the support that they've given me over the last couple of years. You know, it hasn't been easy. But um, I don't know. It's like I love, can't wait to see you guys again next year. We love you guys. To do uh, our annual show. Merry Christmas. Happy Holidays. Happy New Year. Uh, we will talk, talk to you soon. Dude, this is going to be like 
him in that belt, we are going to see pictures everywhere. Oh, it's going to be insufferable. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I'm going to like wear it to the kids' yeah, graduation. I do want to get a picture. I do want to get a picture of my name on the belt. And like, I want you guys to know, like, this is proper shit. Like, it, it, it's not Velcro. Like, no, dude, this that is shit like snaps. That's yeah. just leather. I got. I, mean, I got. Like, I'm gonna have to put this in the check bag. That's how heavy it is. That's amazing. Your boys, and it's and it's black on black. It's gorgeous. Can't, can't wait till security sees that shit in the check bag. <laughs> like, what is this? What is this? Like, I, it would take too long Dude, to explain it. You're gonna you're gonna run an LA an LAFC freaking security guy and get end up getting cavity searched. No, that's when you, that's when you got to grab the belt like Eddie like Eddie Guerrero and fucking right over the top. You heard that rolled ours? I've been working on that shit. Nice. On that note, we love you guys. Have a have a happy holidays, safe holidays. We're back for next season, yeah? We'll be back for next season. We're back for we, next we, season. We, I'm down for next season. You know what? We'll talk about this offline, but maybe we got some stuff going for next season. Our, our, could... our days might be a little different because we got to work with some schedules, so it's, it might not be an every Tuesday thing, but... Well, you know, now we'll that a bunch season. of stuff is, is handled and over with... It's getting easy. Getting back to it. Finally. Cool. We love you guys. Happy holidays again. We'll talk to you soon. Merry Christmas. Bye!